Are you ready to bridge the gap in our current healthcare system and really help people that struggle with flexibility, mobility, and weakness? Hi, I'm Kim Narker, and welcome to Rehab to Wellness Boss Podcast, a business owner successful startup podcast where I help you start, build, and grow your wellness business. Join me as I reveal real secrets to helping rehab professionals build a successful, proven wellness program that keeps their community away from reactive care. Hello, bosses and bosses-to-be. Thanks for joining me today. For those of you who are new to the show, thank you for joining me. And please take a moment to introduce yourself so that I can learn a little bit more about you. And if you're one of my dedicated followers, welcome back to today's show. In this show, I try to teach you about the wellness business world and give you some insights into what successful business owners do in their businesses that keep them in their top 5% of business ownership. Thank you for your dedication to the show and make sure you click the subscribe button here on the screen so that a new show is delivered to you every single week. And for those of you who do not know me, my name is Kim Narker, and I am a PTA turned stretch mobility coach that has founded two successful businesses. And in today's show, I want to share with you eight signs that you're not ready to be a wellness entrepreneur yet. If you listen to the end of the show, I'll give you some information also on current warning signs to look for. These are warning signs that you can look for in yourself, but I'll also be able to give you some small steps that you can take today to start moving you forward towards your dream of entrepreneurship. And if you're dreaming to be an entrepreneur, you're definitely not alone. In the current field of rehabilitation, there are increasing trends towards starting a side hustle so that you can make more money, more income to pay off those school debts and to live a better life. There's also a lot of buzz in our therapy groups towards starting a PT practice or wellness stretching or other holistic type practices. Now, ATCs and PTAs, the options are not as easy as it is with physical therapists and occupational therapists. And that's because a PTA and an ATC typically work in physical therapy clinics. Now, an ATC can certainly open their own practice, as can a PTA. But if you're looking to open a PT practice, you have severe limitations. And guys, I opened my PT clinic in 2013 and the profit that was there then is not there anymore. So for a PTA and ATC looking to open a business, PT practice starting out is not your best option financially. Now, with that said, I'm not saying you can't add those PT services in later, but to be profitable and to have a consistent revenue stream, I'm going to give you some tips in this show today. Now, in 2013, I opened my PT practice and I named it Stretch Physical Therapy and Total Wellness. And this practice has evolved over the past 10 years to be a full cash practice that focuses on prevention by stretching pain and tightness away. Now, don't let that statement 
make you think that all we do is stretching in our clinic because what we deliver to our client is way more than stretching. Okay. And if you want to learn more about that, I'll put some stuff in the show notes below so that you can learn more information. But we, just so that you guys don't know, don't just offer stretching services in our clinic. Now, we do stretch pain and tightness away, but we do not only offer stretch services in our clinic. Now, when I started, I had many people tell me that the idea that I had and our area did not match and that our area was not ready for wellness. And most people didn't even know what wellness was. So you can say that I pioneered wellness in our area when we're talking about rehabilitation, physical therapy, and musculoskeletal care that is natural and preventative. Now, boy, I have learned so much since 2013 in the wellness and business arena. The healthcare system and wellness systems are currently evolving. Clients are actually wanting more than what our traditional system is offering, and clinicians are wanting to provide a more authentic one-on-one experience. And these struggles around this evolution today are real, okay? And it is growing and moving fast with clients seeking out that wellness care and providers seeking to be able to provide a service. And they're looking to open stretching businesses or wellness businesses or PT businesses. But I ask you today, when is it that you will truly know that you are ready to be an entrepreneur? Now, If you're a PT or OT, this episode will also be helpful for you as well if you want to be a PT entrepreneur and you want to add wellness services. But if you are a PTA or an ATC or even a PTA, I mean a PT or an OTA, and you've been working in our reactive care system, you've probably heard your clients looking for options and opportunities outside of our reactive care system. Now, this brings me back to when my clients would be discharged from physical therapy. I remember seeing those deer in the headlights when they looked at me and went, I'm not ready to be discharged. But the statement that came out of my mouth was, you know, you've graduated from physical therapy, you're done. But now that I look back, I see why they were giving me that glazed over, are you crazy look, because their expectation of care was different than what we were providing them in a physical therapy session. So we discharged them and sort of just thought that they were going to be just fine. We actually, I didn't even consider what was going to happen with them. And we'd actually make jokes in the clinic, well, they'll be back, you know, and we blamed the consumer for not having the information. And Glad those days are over because that is not how I look at a client right now. And I look back and I see how crazy that was. And now my company does not discharge patients. Instead, we keep people away from surgery and we keep them moving for life. And we give them 
tools and proven techniques to help them succeed so that their bodies don't lead towards degeneration um, and your consistent chronic conditions like your stenosis, your degenerative disc disease, your radiculopathies. We actually take a client from pain and tightness through a successful program that prevents them from needing surgery. Now, guys, we do not underestimate that when a person needs surgery, that they need surgery, and we refer them out to our surgeons. But our goal in our clinic is to help that consumer by providing a conservative approach that they're looking for. Now, I've always found it kind of funny when my clients returned when I was working in the physical therapy session saying, I came back in and I I don't know where my pain is coming from. I've been doing the exercises that you gave me when I graduated, but the pain continuously comes back. And clients actually came in blaming themselves for the pain. This baffles me that I didn't even see this before. I see how silly that was then. And I thought that if I provided my client with, you know, three to five to seven exercises, that that was enough for them. But what I see now is people age and as they age, they have certain behaviors with health and fitness and stress and sleep and everything plays a role in that. And they are not set up for lifelong success with musculoskeletal pain and dysfunction. And the only people that truly understand the musculoskeletal system are physical therapists and athletic trainers that have trained to understand the musculoskeletal system on a preventative side of care. Now, I could speak to this for hours, but I know you're here to learn the eight signs to show you if you're ready to be an entrepreneur. So let's get started. Number one, you need to have a great support system. New business ventures require a large support system. Your spouse, if you're married, will need to support you. They'll need to encourage you for the first few years. Your friends, your family will need to be there to support you, encourage you, love you all the way through this process. Single entrepreneurship is very, very lonely. It is very hard. And there are moments of fun, but guys, I'm going to tell you, it takes passion and perseverance, dedication, and you're going to be, you're going to need that support from everyone around you to get the business off the ground. And then you're going to need more support to move it to the next level. A business is a beast that has a mind of its own. And at times the business will feel like it's eating you alive with all of the tasks that you have to complete in order to go from startup to actually building and scaling your business. And it's simply a lot of work. Take a look at your support system today and see if you have a great support system that will help you in the next steps into entrepreneurship. And number two, you need to be in good financial standing. A business takes money. To make money, you have to spend money. A business is nothing like your personal life where you can budget, save, and spend this amount or that amount. No, a business takes a large sum of money to start up and it needs consistent money to build and grow. Now, when I started my business, I put in $25,000 of my own money and I totally thought I had 
plenty of money to start my business up. Then I maxed out my credit cards really fast and then took a loan out on my home. I had no idea how much money a successful business took. And I have to say, I started my business on a shoestring budget and got back shoestring amounts and loads of debt until I finally figured out what I needed to do. The startup phase requires marketing and more money to build your single caseload. And during that time, guys, you're still learning what it is you need to know in not only your clinical side as a solopreneur, but also in the business sales and marketing side. And once you're at a certain point in your business, it starts growing to more than what you can handle. And it requires that you scale it. And the scaling point will cost you even more sums of money. And it may make you put your paycheck back into the business until the business has successfully scaled. And I'm telling you that process, guys, of going from solopreneur and you've put the money in, you've put your time in and you get a caseload and then that business starts to grow. And now you need to hire and do all of this other stuff, that's where most business owners fail. They don't only fail in that first startup phase. They also fail in going from startup to hiring other employees. And I kept growing and growing. And I actually had given up my paycheck because I could financially do that because I had the support of my husband. And most of you don't have that. But I had to come to a point where I had to do a deep dive and really dig to see that I needed to put my business on hold until I had enough money to take it to the next level. And I kind of, that was when I successfully transitioned from PT to the wellness side. And it was a smooth transition for me because I had put in the work already and already had the money behind everything. And I wanted to make sure that my systems, my processes, my marketing, my message, my target audience, that I knew all of that stuff. And when I did that, that's when everything that was a risk was paying off like it is now. Now, you may not see those signs until you're so deep into it. And then you can feel so frustrated and burn out that it that's when most people fail and give up. Now, a solid nest egg of finances are key to your startup and to your scaling. So make sure you're solid in your financial standing. And number three, you have to have a solid business plan and a solid marketing plan. And these plans have to be all inclusive of truly what expenses you incur. Now, you need to know that the customer you're going to target is the customer that wants your services. Trust me, just because you can see every type of diagnosis out there, in the beginning, you're going to need to niche and then when they come inside your clinic and you have them as a client, you can spread the word of the other things you're able to do. But for your marketing strategy, you need to be able to niche. And your marketing strategy needs to support your business growth. 
so that you make sure your marketing plan is clear. It targets the right people. I remember doing my first business plan and I probably just Googled business plan and I might have Googled a physical therapy business plan because I was opening a physical therapy business and wow, on paper, it really looked easy. It looked like it was a no brainer that the business would just make money and grow. And looking back, My business plan did not include all of the things that were needed in my business. So it looked pretty because I didn't have the expectations and the expenses that were required to grow inside my clinical side. You know, that would be the cost of a deep thermal laser, the cost of, you know, supplies when I didn't have something that a client needed. And those are those are setbacks. Those are reasons that I had to put my money back into the business just so that I could feed the business to where it is today. I actually look back and would have loved to have had a professional to have shown me how to write a marketing plan and how to make sure that it included everything that it needed to include. And I actually took a course that helped teach this But even with that course, it did not prepare me for what I was going to do and the money that I lost because I didn't know what I didn't know. We simply didn't have the mentorship opportunities that we have now. But I need you to be aware of this mentorship and watch out for all the smoke and mirrors jumping towards things that can cause you to actually make mistakes and lose more money, speak with someone that understands your business model. Hire a coach, get a mentor so that you don't make the same mistakes that I made initially. And granted, my business was different than a traditional physical therapy business. And although I didn't see it being different Everybody else saw that it was different. And so I didn't have that mentor because I pioneered something new that wasn't out there. You don't have to pioneer something new, but if you do, make sure you have a mentor that knows where you are and can take you to where you need to be. Now, number four, you need to have business knowledge and industry experience. If your job is currently in healthcare as a PT, as an OT, as a PTA, OTA, or ATC, and you are looking to open a wellness business, you'll need to work in the wellness industry or gain knowledge in wellness before you launch a wellness business. To help you learn more about wellness, take courses that help you, gain skills, take certifications in wellness to help you learn about the skills that wellness clients are actually looking for. You'll also need some basic business knowledge, marketing knowledge, and sales knowledge so that you can handle operations on your own. Even if you will be handling an accountant, you're going to need to understand simple business finances so that you can better utilize the finances of your wellness business. And you need to track your expenses and your income and understand how to do that. And number five, there should be a need for what you're going to be selling. Your market should want what you're going to be delivering. You may have a great idea and a great support from your friends and your family. But if your service is not what your market is looking for, your business won't be successful. Most of us focus on our service and think that our service is the best 
thing since iced tea or sweet tea, whatever you call that then. And our families agree with us. But unless your market is looking for what you're offering them and they are ready to buy, your business will struggle. You can do market research um, and this will help you determine if you're if what you're going to be offering is needed and that people are willing to pay for this service. Now, number six, you have to be hardworking, persistent, eager, and you can kind of relate this to be you're a hunter personality. If you're currently burned out in healthcare and you're tired of working your nine to five, you will break with the time and hard work that a new business needs. New entrepreneurs are notorious for poor work-life balance, and more than 80% of new business owners are actually working greater than 40 hours a week in their new business. And as a clinician, you do the work of just one person, one clinician. When you're a business owner, you're going to be the clinician, the front desk, the sales team, the marketing director, the bookkeeper, and everything else until you hire train and onboard staff and all business tasks are on you. A great mentor will help you balance your time and help you keep focused on what is important and what's not important. Number seven, you need to have passion. You need to be passionate about helping your community and have a service that will help your area. Most new entrepreneurs are not driven by money. They're actually driven by their passion to impact their community or make a change that will help their community. And as a new business entrepreneur, you'll need to sacrifice money and time. And this new venture will require a lot of energy. You're going to need passion to keep you moving forward and gaining on your business and to help you stay motivated. Now, last but not least, number eight, you need to be comfortable with taking risk. Let's face it, entrepreneurs are risk takers. You have to be able to take calculated risk. The top 5% of entrepreneurs take these risks only after calculating what the outcome will be. They never dive right in and just see what happens. When they take a risk, they're going to research it. They're going to learn. They're going to prepare so that the risk is an investment and it's achievable. And if this risk doesn't pan out, then they're going to go back to the drawing board. They're going to find out where the miscalculation was. They're going to fix it and launch it again. And most new entrepreneurs jump in without truly understanding how to calculate a risk through proper planning and learning what they don't know. Most of the time when a new owner starts, they can't seem to gain traction to gain leads until they learn marketing. Because let's face it, you're just able as a clinician to provide a service. You really don't know how to market your services. You haven't been to school to learn marketing. And so you need to learn marketing. Then you're going to need to learn sales because you don't want to take those marketing dollars that you're putting out in advertisements and Facebook ads and magazines to be wasted if you get that client in and you can't sign them up for your program. So you're going to need to learn and understand sales so that your marketing dollars don't go wasted. Then you're going to have to learn hiring, training, onboarded, because Let me tell you guys, when you open a business, it is a vicious cycle and it is risky. 
having a mentor that understands this process will save you a lot of time and a lot of money and a lot of energy. Now, if any of you are struggling with some of the eight signs I currently talked about just now and you don't know how to move forward, please comment below and just share some of the information about what you struggle with so that we can provide you with the insight and direction that will help you move forward successfully in your new venture. Now, if you'd like to know more about working with me to become a stretch mobility coach or you want to become a stretch mobility coach affiliate owner, then be sure to check out the show notes below for a link to join me for the information session that's about entrepreneurship. Now, here are some warning signs that you are going to be, that'll show you that you're not quite ready to become an entrepreneur today. If you're not willing to listen, you don't want to learn and you don't want to change, then that is a sign and it's a warning sign that maybe you need to become a little more opening. open. Entrepreneurs are very, very stubborn. And if you're stubborn and you tend to not listen to anyone and you don't want to listen to a mentor, you don't want to pay for a mentor, you don't want to find industry leaders leaders or other entrepreneurs that have done what you've done and you don't want to listen to your customers, you're going to be graced with a lot of hardship. And if you don't take criticism well or constructively and use it to grow, then growth is going to be hard and slow. Here are some small changes that you can make today that will lead you towards being a successful entrepreneur. Number one, you want to speak with other wellness business owners. Ask them what their current struggles are. And don't just listen to their struggles being, I don't get enough patience. Because guys, the reason a new business owner does not get enough patience is because they don't understand their business plan, their marketing, or their sales. So they need to work on marketing and sales to be able to gain a lead and convert them to a patient. Now, the next thing you want to do is you want to seek out industry leaders that will set you up for success. Then you want to learn everything that you don't know. Guys, even great clinicians really struggle with business ownership. You want to listen and you want to implement the advice your mentor or your industry leader provides you. You want to establish attainable goals for you and your business and surround yourself with people that empower you. Listen to your customers, learn from your customers. They will tell you what you need. And then don't dictate. Guys, I don't know why in the PT profession we've learned to dictate. Seek to listen instead. Seek to learn and grow. And taking these small steps will help move you forward to becoming your own entrepreneur. Now, I've been in business for 10 years now, and I opened my PT practice in 2013 to bridge the gap between our current PT healthcare services to offer wellness to people that were seeking more than current PT offerings. I did my research. I checked all the boxes. I followed advice from the mentors that were available. And I am currently in the top 5% of wellness business owners. And I don't tell you this to toot my horn. I cannot stand to toot my horn. I tell you so that you have faith that I can teach you from my mistakes so that you can avoid them. I've made many, many mistakes. And most of my struggles were financial. They were marketing. And I really had difficulty finding mentors that were in 
the practice area that I was in. Now, granted, I have to give shout outs to every one of the PT mentors that I ever had. And there were many that I support and I send people to because they are some of the best human beings I've ever met in my entire life. Everything that I've learned over the years, I provide to my students through a certification program that teaches a clinician new wellness skills that are proven. Guys, these skills are not currently available to rehab providers. They're proven and clients are actually looking for these skills. And these guys aren't just CEU courses that I've thrown something together, okay? This is many years of testing, trial, and showing results. And what happens in my clinic is magical. My clients are not going to surgery. I've got clients that have been with me for 10 years that we have prevented surgery. We've canceled surgery. I've got surgeons that refer to me for people who do not want surgery. People are coming into my clinic first before going to their doctor, before going to their chiropractor, because they have seen the results that we've given their friends and their family members. And our model is the most comprehensive preventative model that is available that I know of today. Now, I also provide my entrepreneurial students with tools, done-for-you business systems, digital marketing, apparel. And along with that, I, I provide support and guidance to help them learn business, marketing, sales, and finance. And I've worked hard and I've spent countless hours and tons of money to become where I am today. And I do this, guys, just so that I can provide my clients with proven tools and support that sets them apart and helps them overcome all of the odds in new business ownership. And if you want to learn more about how to become a stretch mobility coach, and maybe you just want to work for a stretch mobility coach practice, um, or Maybe you want to open a stretch mobility coach near you. I'm going to put a link in the show notes below for you to schedule to learn more. You can actually jump onto one of our free info sessions to learn more about what a stretch mobility coach is and who we're helping. And you'll look, you'll be able to see then, you know, is this the route that I can take that will save me time and money and provide me with the support I need? Now, clients around the US are actually looking for stretch mobility coaches. I put a button on my website that was find a coach in your area. And I've been amazed again at how many people have been looking looking out um, and and pressing that and providing us with their phone number, their email, their name and where they're located because they want to coach right now. And just so you know, as of today, we have leads from California, Florida, Ohio, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Louisiana. Now, if you are ready to join a movement that we're already moving forward, it's a community that provides you with support, with guidance, and with real results without all of that smoke and mirrors, then I'll put a link below again for you to learn more about what a stretch mobility coach is and how you can become a stretch mobility coach or even open your own stretch mobility coach practice. Now, thanks again for joining me on the show today. I wish you all the success in your business. And if you're struggling in business and need help from the stretch method, I'll post some links below in the show notes to be able to help you. 
Cheers to your 2023 success. And TSM are here to set you and your new business up for success. So I'll put some links below so that you have that information. Guys, take your dream of business ownership and make it a reality. Learn what you need to know and put every step into action. You can do this. You can become a successful entrepreneur if you listen, learn, and grow from all of these materials. Thanks so much for joining me here today, guys. I appreciate you and I look forward to hearing from you to learn more about what your struggles are so that I can help move you forward in your successful wellness business as an entrepreneur. Have a great day. for joining us today on the Rehab to Wellness Boss podcast, where you, a rehab professional, can start, build, and grow your very own successful wellness cash practice. If you're ready to level up and become a stretch mobility coach, then head on over to our website, www.thestretchmobilitycoach.com. This website will take you through the next steps needed to practice as a stretch mobility coach. Come on over. 